You're listening to episode 50, Leverage Your Midlife Advantage with Bonnie. Welcome to Midlife Confidence, where it's all about women living a fulfilling life as they move beyond 40, 50, and 60. I'm Vonna Davis, a certified life coach with 20 years of my own midlife journey behind me. And just like you, my best years still ahead. I'll take you inside real life coaching with a guest client so you can see for yourself how a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. From loving yourself to living your purpose, this is for sure. Your mind and heart are going to shift and you'll see things differently for the rest of your life. Have you ever felt like your age is a drawback, a limiting factor that makes it harder to reach your goals or experience the life you want? Welcome to the club. In today's coaching session with my guest client, Bonnie, you'll hear how these kinds of thoughts are impacting a project she's doing for her business. She feels like she's running out of time and she needs to learn a lot of things that are easier for younger people. Together, we shift those limiting beliefs and we get clear on how her life experience is a valuable asset that makes her the perfect person to create this online course. I know you'll love getting to know Bonnie and sharing in her breakthrough insights. You'll see that you can leverage your experience and wisdom. So listen in and I'm sure you'll start seeing things in an age positive way. So let's get started talking about when you feel your age is a drawback and how to see your life experience as an asset. Bonnie Porter is my guest client today and for the next two episodes. We met through a mutual friend and now we're both in a peer accountability group for our businesses. She's a really interesting, capable, and very warm woman who does a lot of good in the world. The way it works for my guest clients is I offer them three sessions of free coaching and we record it and use clips for a mini-series of three podcast episodes. I love being able to share this real life coaching because we learn so much from hearing someone else being coached. So if you're interested in being considered as a guest client on the podcast, just get in touch with me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or you can message me on social media. So I'll go ahead and let Bonnie tell you about herself. So my name is Bonnie Porter, and I am a Canadian, and I live in a little province called New Brunswick. It's in the Atlantic provinces of Canada. We live about two minutes walk from the ocean beaches, which we love here. We moved here a couple of years ago from Ontario, the Toronto area, and uh, we just wanted a, a change in our lives, and it's been a wonderful adventure to be on. So I'm the founder of Works For Her which is a career coaching business. And I help women who want to design and create work lives that work for them, that fit into their lives. I had many experiences of having jobs that didn't fit for me. I ended up working downtown Toronto in the financial sector, and I hated my life. I hated it. I did it for about five years, four or five years. And I committed to myself that I was never, ever going to do a job that didn't fit right for me ever again. So after raising my kids, being a stay-at-home mom for 18 years and deciding to go back to school and kind of get my second breath on things, 
So that's what I do for other women now is I help them with regards to their careers and helping them to choose what's right for them and for their lives and the way that they want things to go. And I love what I get to do. It's it's really rewarding. I've done this almost for two decades. I've been a career coach and I just love it because that's great. It, it's great to see women get to do what they want to do. Bonnie has years of experience working with women one-on-one as a coach, and now she wants to help even more women by creating an online course. It's going to be called Start Where You Are, a Kickstarter course for women who want to get unstuck in their career lives and discover their best work fit. She knows she has a great career program to share, and she's made progress on the course, but she's feeling frustrated with herself at times because she'll put off working on it and she isn't getting it done. She really wants to finish it and get it out there. So she asked for help figuring out what's getting in her way and how to get past it. I know you're going to get some great insight about your own goals by listening into this coaching session. So how do you think your life would change if you got this course done? First of all, I would feel that I really accomplished something because this has been sitting on my shoulders for quite a long time. And mm-hmm. I know I need to to get this done. I mean, at the age of 64 and starting a new venture, I don't feel like I have time to kind of diddle about. Mm-hmm. I really, I really want to get this done and happening. And I'm really glad that you brought up your thoughts about how your stage of life kind of impacts how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you have less time maybe to get it done and get it accomplished. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you think I need to get this done because I'm 64 and I have less time? It feels a little bit stressful, a little bit of anxiety in there, but also some excitement because mm-hmm. my thoughts are that people who retire and then go and sit on their front porch often become ill and mm-hmm. I want to be active until the day I'm gone, whenever that is. So I want to be doing something fulfilling and something purpose-driven. Yeah. That's that's the way that I look at it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about it. It's I feel more excitement about it than I do the stress and anxiety, but that's, that's still there because yeah. I feel that it's important, an important message that I get out to women that they can choose for themselves the lives that they really would want. Right. Could you have shared that message at 40, like you can at 64? I could have shared parts of it Mm -hmm. because because I did have that commitment to my life that I was never going to do anything that I didn't want to do again again, or didn't like, but I I wouldn't have the experience, I guess, Mm -hmm. and the the vision of the 40-year-old me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Your 20-something years of experience is what qualifies you now to share so much from what you've learned. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you even a better position. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I do feel like I have something to offer. I always call myself a young woman with experience. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Even in my eighties, I'll be saying that. For all of us in midlife, I know you can relate to the feeling that time is moving on. And if you want to accomplish your goals, you better get going now. That's part of the developmental stage of midlife. 
Be aware that thoughts about your age and stage that are stressful and discouraging will slow you down. We don't operate from fear very well for very long. If you truly want to contribute something meaningful and love your experience of life, one of the best things you can do is shift out of those draining, limiting beliefs and start appreciating your years and your experience as an advantage, a blessing. That will bring so much more energy and power to your goals and desires. Here's how you can do it. Be aware of your thoughts and then ask yourself some good questions. Here are a few to push back on those age-shaming thoughts. First of all, you could ask, how is being at my age and stage an advantage? Or how is being at my age and stage an opportunity? You could ask, what else is true about being my age? So when you have thoughts like, for example, my mind doesn't work as fast as it used to, what else is true? How about my mind goes deeper than it used to, or my mind understands people more than it used to? And the third question is, what do I really want to think? Because you do get to believe and think whatever you want to. Just because your brain suggests something to you that is picked up from the culture or from people close to you and it repeats it back to you doesn't mean you have to believe it. Well, one of the thoughts I choose to believe and serves me well is I'm excited to find out what's possible for myself and for other people in midlife. I think we live in incredible times with unprecedented opportunities, and our 50s and 60s and 70s and even 80s are not going to look like the experience of those who've gone before us. So being very open to new, powerful possibilities instead of expecting decline and limitation. I have several other podcast episodes on this concept of feeling more confident and hopeful about our age that you might want to check out. So I have a really short episode. It's episode 50 and it's called Relax, Life is Running Right on Schedule. Well, Bonnie's in such a great position because she has all these years of experience. She's a great teacher. She understands what her audience needs. And here she is in a time where she can share it online with a course. So listen in for the emotions and the thoughts that she's having about creating this course. So then what is the problem with this course? What is getting in the way? (laughs) Okay, I wish that I had the 25-year-old mind with regards to technology and the Mm -hmm. idea of all of the moving parts. I have wanted to do this for years. And so I just thought, I love teaching. I want to do an online course and I'm good at, you know, pulling information together and and then sharing that information. But I didn't realize how much work and how much coordination of many moving parts it takes to create Mm -hmm. this online course. And so it's, it's caused a lot of anxiety for me and a lot of feelings that creep in that I can't do this. And then I get frustrated and I think, oh, but I still come back every day because it's just something that I want to do and I'm going to conquer this sooner or later, hopefully not later. Yeah. Emotions are so important to our motivation and helping us get past challenges. First of all, what do you feel most of the time when you're thinking about the hard part of this project, all the moving parts, all the things? And I think you already said overwhelmed and anxious. Are those the two main ones you would say? When I'll attack one piece of this monster puzzle 
And as I, you know, get towards, you know, completing that piece, then something else comes in and you see, oh, that has to happen before I can even do this piece. And yeah. so I feel deflated. It, it takes away all of my feelings of uh, accomplishment when I see there's still another piece to do. And I know I need to, to kind of grasp on to the good things that I have just accomplished, but it's mm-hmm. still, it's deflating when you think, oh my goodness, there's still more. <laughs> yeah. That's a great word, deflated and very descriptive. So let's say these three emotions, anxiety, overwhelm, and deflated. Let's be aware of those. What kind of thoughts are you having about yourself? I wish I had more time in a day. And Mm -hmm. sometimes just the, like I said, that deflatedness, I don't know if that's a word, makes me feel tired. It exhausts mm. me, you know, because I feel like I'm fighting against everything all the time. So it, it can really exhaust me. There are times when I try to think, okay, Bonnie, you just got to conquer this and get through it. On, and on those days, I can actually do those things. I do actually do those things. But I'd say the majority of time when I come up against another obstacle that I start to feel very tired, mm-hmm. just thinking, okay, I can't do this anymore today. Yeah, it's draining. It's draining Mm -hmm. your energy and your motivation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we're realizing that we're having some kind of challenge, then getting out of judgment for yourself and into some compassion and curiosity, there's just so much power in that. I bet you're a person who does a lot on grit and very capable of doing that. Mm, right? Yes. Yeah. If you need to, like you said, on days when you see, so you just need to conquer this, then you can get yourself going. But what if you tried out some compassion? What would compassion for yourself in that moment look like? Maybe kinder self-talk. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, Bonnie, you're so dumb. How come you can't get this? Right. Or everybody else knows how to do this. How come you don't? Yeah. This self-talk, this kinder self-talk, some of the thoughts might be, you know what? I'm really pushing to learn some amazing new things. I am doing so much more than most people are trying to do in my stage. Of course, it's going to be a little bit challenging, but just being proud and loving to yourself. Mm. And not that like you said, everyone else knows that, well, actually, not very many people who are in their 60s know how to do this, right? Actually, you're probably in less than 1%. You could say, I'm in the top 1% of people, (laughs) and your voice is needed out there. If we abandon all this technology and let younger people figure out and use it, then our voices are missing, but people need to hear from us, right? Yeah, you're exactly right on that. I'm sure you picked up on the emotions she's feeling of anxiety, overwhelm, and frustration. And do you know about frustration? It's always about unmet expectations. We feel frustrated when we expected one thing and it doesn't happen that way. So Bonnie wasn't expecting this course creation process to be so complicated. And I love that she identified her emotion as deflated. 
It describes that experience that we've all had when we're so excited and hopeful about something, like a bouncy bright balloon rising in the air, right? And then having our hopes sink like a deflated balloon, shrinking and sinking to the floor. I think the opposite of feeling deflated is to feel expansive instead of contracting and rising instead of sinking. So we worked together to find the thoughts that would help her feel that way and generate the energy to work on her course. Bonnie talked about being tired and exhausted, and that is what our unmanaged emotions can do to us. They just suck all our energy and enthusiasm away. This is why I'm out here constantly talking about taking charge of our emotions, because everything we do or don't do is because we want to feel something or we want to avoid feeling something. You can recharge your motivation with the right thoughts, I promise. Like this thought I'm suggesting to Bonnie, to realize that if she keeps going, she's definitely going to be in the top 1% of people in their 60s who know how to create a course. She can be proud of that, not deflated. Who knows what success and opportunities will come her way because of that. Not only will she be able to create more courses in the future if she wants to much easier, but also once she figures it out, she could teach other people in their 60s to create online courses and be very authentic about what it takes to do that because she's done it. Someone's got to lead the way. Well, one of the big mistakes we make sometimes is to compare ourselves to younger people as if they're the gold standard, especially when it comes to technology. Let me go on a little rant here, but did you know that midlifers are a huge part of the population? And yes, we have some different physical circumstances to work around, and we've had a different education, different political and cultural background that younger people don't have. And our brains weren't raised on screens. Well, that isn't necessarily a disadvantage. We may actually have some very real advantages because of it. Did you know that studies are showing that younger people are having real challenges with memory and concentration? And that could be because of all these screens. So let's step up and not abandon the tech to the younger set. We can learn to adapt all of this to our needs and use it to accomplish great things. At the end of our first session, I asked Bonnie what were the most helpful things she got from our coaching. Well, what do you think you took away from this? What stands out to you? Uh, The idea of being able to not have to portray myself as perfect, Mm. you know, like as the perfect career coach or the perfect woman or the perfect anything, it feels freeing to know that this is okay, that everything is a process and that this is going to bring me closer to the person that I want to be and being kind to myself. That part, I think the compassion and curiosity piece. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. I'm interested in delving a little bit deeper into that as well. But just like I said earlier, the idea of a coach meeting with a coach I just believe that everyone should have access to a coach just to walk us through Mm -hmm. the things that we don't understand, or that, like you said, that we can't see within ourselves or that we, we know that something's there, but we just can't see it clearly. And Mm -hmm. having new eyes on us or on, like I said, trying to unwind that golf ball inside. And yeah, so those, those are the kind of things that I've picked from today. 
I hope that listening into this coaching session has led you to think about something you're working on or you want to start and what effect your thoughts and emotions are having on your motivation, especially regarding limiting thoughts about your age, about your capability to accomplish things in this season of your life, and about the time that you have left. How can you shift your thoughts to serve you better, to create some confidence and energy for you? Now's the time. Isn't it remarkable that we get to be here now with so many ways to share our life experience? From being able to have more direct contact with our families through Zoom and FaceTime, to social media, to being able to create our own videos or YouTube channels or blogs, or publish your own ebook or print a photo book or so many things, your wisdom and your perspective are needed. Even for your own select group of family or friends, it doesn't need to be out in public if that feels like too much. You can leverage your life experience to do some good in the world. As we wrap up, I have to share the purple poem. I'm sure you've run into it. It was written by Jenny Joseph in 1961, which happens to be the year I was born. The original title is simply Warning, but I always think of it as I Shall Wear Purple. But I love how this poem lightens up our perspective about age, so I thought it would be a fun way to end this episode. When I am an old woman, I shall wear purple, with a red hat which doesn't go and doesn't suit me. I shall spend my pension on brandy and summer gloves and satin sandals and say we've no money for butter. I shall sit down on the pavement when I'm tired and gobble up samples in shops and press alarm bells and run my stick along the public railings and make up for the sobriety of my youth. I shall go out in slippers in the rain and pick flowers in other people's gardens and learn to spit. You can wear terrible shirts and grow more fat and eat three pounds of sausage at a go or only bread and pickle for a week and hoard pens and pencils and beer mats and things in boxes. But now we must have clothes that keep us dry and pay our rent and not swear in the street and set a good example for the children. We must have friends to dinner and read the papers. But maybe I ought to practice a little now so people who know me are not too shocked and surprised when suddenly I am old and start to wear purple. Okay, my friends, let's start warming up now for a vibrant and spunky old age. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. Would you please help a friend today by sharing this podcast with them? Most of the podcast players like Apple Podcasts have a share icon somewhere on the episode page or the main podcast page. It's that little box with an arrow, and it will let you send a link to a friend by text message or email or direct message on social media. And just let them know why you find it valuable. Our goal here is to double our podcast audience every month. So thank you so much for listening and sharing the love. By the time we get to midlife, we've been practicing the way we think and the way we do things for a very long time. And some of it gets in the way of what we really want out of life. I'd love to be your one-on-one coach and teach you how to create the fulfilling experience that you want. We can work on achieving goals or overcoming any challenges you're dealing with. The first call is always free, so reach out to me through email. It's vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com. 
or message me on social media. I'm at Vana Davis on Instagram. And that's all in the show notes. Remember, a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. Take care until next time.